We'll catch up on your commercials in just a moment. Seth Everett joins us now from NBC Sports Radio, our Major League Baseball insider. And this is the last week of Major League Baseball because I think the Red Sox effectively ended the entire World Series. I think they ended it two weeks ago, but I think they ended the playoffs two weeks ago, but they're still playing the games. They ended the World Series last night with a 4-2 win over the Dodgers. Hi. Yes. Do you think, Seth? Oh, that was the intro. That was, that the, was intro. the intro. I yeah. thought you were just making an opening statement. Oh, no, no. I was, I, I, was, I was waiting for you to jump in and say, yes, Matt, you were an absolute genius. You were right. They did end oh, the World Series. Oh, you're an absolute genius. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're the Yankee fan that doesn't know how to pronounce their name. I know, right. Um, yeah, well just, put. Just the one, you know? I thought yeah, it was a hard G. No, I, look, I think the Red Sox are the better team. There's no secret about it. And, uh, you know, I had Red Sox in six. I do think the Dodgers and their element uh, will win two out of three. The question that I have is whether or not it'll be 3-1 going into 5 or 2-2 going into 5. Uh, but I think the Red Sox find themselves uh, up 3-2 going back home, and they'll win it next week at Fenway. It's uh, Really? No kidding, huh? You think they're going to come back at it? Or I, I figured there'd be a parade yeah, on I, Tuesday. I, 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 think, I think the games have been, I don't want to say nondescript, because that's not, not, not an accurate statement. But I don't... I think they've been typical Red Sox games this year. Uh, Red Sox need runs, they get runs. If they don't need runs, they need pitching, they get pitching. And, you know, this, the, this mystery about David Price is hysterical because, first of all, did it really take MLB Network saying a statistic that everybody knew to get Alex Cora and David Price motivated? I don't believe that. That's nonsense. My take is I'm always surprised when he doesn't perform well. He is the smartest guy on the field. He is one of the smartest pitchers I've ever come across. So the, the mystery is when he doesn't pitch well. Last night, he looked exactly like I would expect him to look. Um, the weird part about it is, is that I still think the Dodgers aren't horrible. And I think the Dodgers will come back. And like I said, I, I think they take two out of three out of the next three games in L.A. Wow. Okay. That's a big, that's big news. Seth, Seth, that is, Seth that's I big would news. say that's that... That's really news? It is up here. It is up here for me because there's nobody up. Oh, why? Because it has to be a sweep. Yeah, I just assumed it would be. I mean, I, I mean it makes sense. I would like to Red see Sox something happen. Can't take, Red Sox fans can't take the fact that another team is going to actually challenge them. Yeah, I would hope so. I want to see something. I don't. I, I don't want to see the Red Sox come through. And, right. Yeah, I want to see game something. Game fives are my favorite. Yeah, game fives are my favorite. Game sixes have a chance to be classics. So far, the first two games have been anything but. Uh, ratings are down. You know they've been down all season. So uh, you know that's just a microcosm of the whole thing. And and you know, like I said, I'm not taking any of the credit away. The Red Sox win. I mean, they they are great. Uh, Alex Cora should be playing Mega Millions because the fact is is that he he pushes buttons and he winds up he he winds up uh, coming up roses. And Dave Roberts has this plan. Every time he's trailing, he has a plan for his relievers, and it backfired. Every time. I think he's tinkered too much. No, see, I, I think that's reading too much into it. I, that's where I'll take credit for the Red Sox offense. I mean, the Red Sox are great hitters. They have great hitters. And, you know, the pitch to Nunez wasn't even a mistake. It was a great piece of hitting. It, 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 you know, I, I just, there has to be credit. Like, it cannot be one-sided. So, like, when the Dodgers don't score, is it the Dodgers offense or the Red Sox pitching? Well, how could it be the Red Sox pitching doing a great job, but yet when the Red Sox score against the Dodger bullpen, the Red Sox offense can't get the credit? No, I was talking about, I thought, leaving all your left-handers out because they're pit- we're pitching a left-hander, and he's got 
85 home runs sitting on the bench. Um, well, didn't make sense that, to me. He's done that all season. He won 90-some on games. He does, he's done that all season. That's the thing. And, and that's the, the other part of that is who in Boston, who in New England has seen a Dodgers game this year? Good point. point. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming them, but that's what they do all season. And, you know, the two things about the Dodgers are they are very stuck in their ways, and their two stars are punks, Puig and Machado. You know, the two of them deserve each other. (laughs) Hey, come on. They're both going to be playing for the Yankees next year. What are you talking about? Oh, God forbid. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't I know mean, what you can say. What you want about Manny Machado? He's a great talent. He is a punk. Oh, oh no, he's big time punk. Just a punk. There's no and Puig, you know, Puig is a punk from from way back when. I remember, you know, I, I remember that when he first came up, he had this big battle with Mattingly, and I I heard the story from Mattingly, and I was just like, I am Team Mattingly instantly. Like this guy's obnoxious, and a lot of times when Puig came up in the league, they were comparing him to Vlad Guerrero. But there's a fundamental flaw with these two guys. Vlad Guerrero had no training when he first came up. He was just raw ability. But he learned, and he was taught. And by the end of his career, he had lost some of his hand-eye coordination and yet was still an effective player because he had developed good mechanics. Puig is the opposite. Puig is the same undisciplined player that he was five years ago. He's learned nothing. And because of that, it, it backfires on him. I, again, it just uh, there's no. It's not a worse word. It's not a word I would change. He's just a punk. <laughs> I like it. It's a good way to get yeah, right to it. That. I that's like good. it. That's uh, that's nice. Um, I, I see Rocco Baldelli is gonna uh, yeah. gonna be the the new manager. Uh, that makes me feel a hundred. I covered him in yeah. the rookie program. Doesn't I know. Really? I know. Yeah. It's it, it's it's funny. I know Sam Fold had been mentioned by somebody at one point, and I'm like, wasn't he Rhode Island's own at one right. point? Like, I'm really starting to. Uh, are the are the Joe Girardis and the and the managers like that? Is there going to be a place for them in this new Major League Baseball? No, there's there's a great article by Bob Nightingale in USA Today about a month and a half ago. Uh, where he talks about the diminishing salaries of managers. And the evidence is these managers, it's, it's, it's just a changing philosophy. Uh, get a young person who can talk to millennials, that's a big, big quality, and somebody who can interpret all the data and basically do what he's told. And that's Craig Council, that's, that's uh, uh, Tori Lovello, Dave Roberts, Alex Cora, Aaron Boone, um, Mickey Calloway, Gabe Kapler. I mean, there's, it's a trend. And I, I think that the Buck Showalter, Mike Sosha days are over. I think, I think that because managers don't, that you don't need a baseball mind like Buck Showalter, which just sounds so crazy because Buck Showalter is one of the smartest human beings I've ever met. But if you're going to interpret or extrapolate all that data, you just need somebody to get the message across. And it's not to take the credit away from Alex Cora or Craig Council, because I think they've done great jobs, but they've done great jobs within the context of what they are being asked to do. Talking with Seth Everett, our Major League Baseball insider from NBC Sports, NBC Sports Radio. You can download the NBC Sports Radio app and listen 24-7. Of course, you can find Seth on various podcasts throughout the podcast fear. P-H-E-R. And on iTunes charts now these days. Yeah, you're yeah. all over the place. You're all over the. I mean, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this little 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 joke of a podcast is on the iTunes charts. It's amazing. 
<laughs> number 15 on the uh, sports and recreation Ooh. for a podcast. Wow. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Out of like thousands. See? It's almost like you're doing something right, you know? Almost. So you're saying we got a star on the show? Is that what you're saying? That, oh, yeah. We definitely have oh, a star yeah. on okay, the show. Okay, good, good. All right, Seth. No, well, no, other radio shows are asking if they can come on. Right. See, well, I mean, I... I, I mean, suddenly I, now we're in demand. I just, I just assumed, I just assumed I'd get the offer at some point, and we can, we can go over my name pronunciation skills. I think that would be riveting. All right, Seth. That would be a great podcast. I would. Uh, how to say your favorite team's name? I like that. I like that idea. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> you got it, guys. Take care. Thank you. That's Seth Everett from NBC Sports and NBC Sports Radio. Tasker Winslow's in the studio. We'll talk a little bit more about the Red Sox coming up. i got to get caught up on commercial breaks. It's Belis Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network on the new 105.5 Sports. 105.5 FM, AM 1240 in L.A. and AM 780 in Rumford.